0: Even as I looked up, I saw his tall, spare figure pass twice in a dark silhouette against the blind. He was pacing the room swiftly, eagerly, with his head sunk upon his chest and his hands clasped behind him. To me, who knew his every mood and habit, his attitude and manner told their own story. He was at work again. He had risen out of his drug-created dreams, and was hot upon the scent of some new problem. I rang the bell, and was shown up to the chamber which had formerly been in part my own. His manner was not effusive, it seldom was, but he was glad, I think, to see me. With hardly a word spoken, but with a kindly eye, he waved me to an armchair, threw across his case of cigars, and indicated a spirit case and a gasogene in the corner. Then he stood before the fire and looked me over in his singular, introspective fashion. "'Wedlock suits you,' he remarked. "'I think, Watson, that you have put on seven and a half pounds since I saw you.' Seven, I answered. "'Indeed, I should have thought a little more. Just a trifle more, I fancy, Watson.' And in practice again, I observe. You did not tell me that you intended to go into harness. Then how do you know? I see it. I deduce it. How do I know that you have been getting yourself very wet lately, and that you have a most clumsy and careless servant-girl? My dear home, said I, this is too much. You would certainly have been burned had you lived a few centuries ago. It is true that I had a country walk on Thursday and came home in a dreadful mess. But as I have changed my clothes, I can't imagine how you deduce it. As to Mary Jane, she is incorrigible, and my wife has given her notice. But there again, I fail to see how you work it out. He chuckled to himself and rubbed his long, nervous hands together. "'It is simplicity itself,' said he. "'My eyes tell me that on the inside of your left shoe, "'just where the firelight strikes it, "'the leather is scored by six almost parallel cuts. "'Obviously they have been caused "'by someone who has very carelessly scraped round the edges of the sole "'in order to remove crusted mud from it. "'Hence, you see, my double deduction.' that you had been out in vile weather, and that you had a particularly malignant boot-slitting specimen of the London slavey. As to your practice, if a gentleman walks into my room smelling of iodiform, with a black mark of nitrate of silver upon his right forefinger, and a bulge on the right side of his top hat to show where he has secreted his stethoscope, I must be dull indeed, if I do not pronounce him, to be an active member of the medical profession. I could not help laughing at the ease with which he explained his process of deduction. When I hear you give your reasons, I remarked, the thing always appears to me to be so ridiculously simple that I could easily do it myself. Though at each successive instance of your reasoning I am baffled until you explain your process. "'and yet I believe that my eyes are as good as yours.' "'Quite so,' he answered, lighting a cigarette "'and throwing himself down into an armchair. "'You see, but you do not observe. "'The distinction is clear. "'For example, you have frequently seen the steps "'which lead up from the hall to this room. "'Frequently? How often?' "'Well, some hundreds of times.' Then how many are there? How many? I don't know. Quite so. You have not observed, and yet you have seen. That is just my point. Now, I know that there are seventeen steps, because I have both seen and observed. By the way, since you are interested in these little problems... And since you are good enough to chronicle one or two of my trifling experiences, you may be interested in this." He threw over a sheet of thick, pink-tinted notepaper which had been